All right, welcome to another episode of Brews, Booze, and Reviews, a childish podcast on adult beverages. My name is Knox, and with me today... Big Poo is here. Oh, fuck, nope. Can't, I can't get that. Can't do it. Big Urn's here. Bears of honey and I'm a poo bear. Yum, oh, yum, yum, yum. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Can't do it. What's going uh, on, big guy? That was yeah, good. That much. That was and good. to my immediate right is... Uh, I'm here forever. <laughs> Thanks, Chris. Mm-hmm. Thanks for showing up. Hey, Chris. Here you go. I got one for you. Yeah. This is a Christmas miracle. <laughs> Drunk of drunks. Nice <laughs> pants. <laughs> nice slacks, by the Drunk way. Drunk bro. They're bird dogs. They should send me free stuff. <laughs> and we have two guests today. Uh, we got Tucker. How you doing, Tucker. Pretty good. How about you? And you're Tucker Grimley. That means you're Kim's kid, right? Kim is uh, bigger and sister? Correct. Uh, he's my uncle. All right. We got some family going on. That's good Ooh, news. Family that <laughs> drinks together. Stays together. All right. Passes out together. To jail That's together. Good. Stuff. And returning to the podcast once again is Grant. Grant Wiegand. That's right. I've Formerly of back. Killstone Brewery. How you doing, big guy? Oh, pretty good. I'm pretty much the Fred Durst of this COVID outbreak. Just crushing it over here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You uh, yeah. staying home like me? Oh, yeah. I yes. sit at home a lot. Uh, yeah, I find it's uh, very um, relaxing, anxiety-free when you just stay home. <laughs> I tried to play Red Dead online and just got lassoed by a bunch of children and shot in the head over and over. So I went back to just, you know, playing baseball. <laughs> These kids and their safer. These kids and their fancy games. They get so mad at the internet. <laughs> so much anger, yeah, my violence. Kid, my kid's pretty good at Call of Duty. Uh, yeah, I used to just sit there and watch him play it. When he would, he would come over and invite his friends over to play with him, I just sat there on the couch and just watch him play. That's, that's how, fucking weird. That's a lame. Uh, I was a pretty lame father then. <laughs> just like, yeah, just hang out. I'll just sit here and watch you guys play video games. It's cool. You guys want some soda? You guys want some chips? It was nice spending time with you. Thanks for the update. <laughs> but uh, yeah, today's episode is all about pastry stouts. A very Drecker heavy episode because I have five of them from Drecker that we haven't discussed yet in the podcast that I've saved for a while. Um, pastry stouts. Pastry so stouts. I'm, I'm not going to get a yeast infection, am I? No, but you might. You might get some diabetes. <laughs> Too late. Like I got diabetes last week from the mead. Ooh, yum. Yum, yum, yums. So what do you guys what do you guys know about pastry stouts? What are your guys' thoughts on pastry stouts? Uh, their crust isn't as flaky as I thought they would be. It's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. about all I got. I, the yeast oh. infection was my whole thing. So I, I absolutely love pastry stouts, but uh, they can be really, sometimes they're just way too sweet, way too sugary for me. Mm-hmm. That's so. But when they're in the pocket, when they're right in the pocket, there's, there's some of the best beers you can have. I love them. What makes it a pastry stout versus a regular stout? stout? Okay, well, um, I looked it up, and there's a couple of places I went to. I went to vinepair.com, of course, one of my favorite places to go. Sponsor. And uh, they are saying that in an article by Kat Walinski, uh, pastry stout, in simplest terms, is an unofficial beer style that takes the sweet, rich, dessert-like side of stout to the extreme. Beyond that, there are no rules. However, for the sake of this tasting, parameters were as follows. Beers must be labeled as stout, include at least two confectionery-inspired adjuncts, and make us lick our lips and crave another sip. Oh, yeah? Ingredients in Hmm. so-called pastry stouts can be as common as coffee, 
as saccharine as syrup or as unusual as pasilla pepper. Baking spices like cinnamon, nutmeg, and vanilla are paramount. Is it, was that Elvis's second wife? <laughs> Priscilla? Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. 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 Priscilla that was, Pepper? That was great. Where's the fucking oh, boo? Where's she the was booing? Hot. I, <laughs> usually he's got his finger right over it. <laughs> oh, Ernie looks like he's about ready to say that something. One, that is just labeled Big Urn. <laughs> Hit the Big yep. Urn button. For sure. Uh, chocolate and cherry make frequent appearances too. Overall, if it started as a dark, roasty beer and ended tasting like a liquid baked good, yeah. calling it a pastry stout is fair game. All right, according to the takeout.com, the creation of the term pastry stout is usually attributed to sardonic beer blogger Don't Drink Beer, who uses it as a catch all for sweet beers flavored like candy bars, donuts, cake, etc., which brewers have been churning out to drinkers' great delight or disdain, depending on your taste. So it can be anywhere between like, Vanilla uh, could be an adjunct, chocolate, coffee. I mean, if, as long as there's like two in there, usually vanilla is at least one of them in these pastry stouts. Vanilla works great to combine all the flavors. Mm -hmm. So like almost every flavor they use, vanilla is going to work as a way to just meld it into the beer yep. flawlessly. And what these flavors are... Smooth transitions. Yep. <laughs> And uh, all these flavorings are called adjuncts. Now, uh, according to Craft Beer and Brewing, an adjunct is nothing more than a non-malt source of fermentable sugars. This means the definition takes on many faces. Anything from candy syrups, unmalted wheat, barley, rye, oats, rice, maize, hot honey, coffee, maple syrup, fruit, pumpkins, peppers, or cereal will qualify as an adjunct. I've seen full pies used as adjuncts. Full pies. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I brewed a pastry set one time with brownies, Oreos... Like yeah, everything in it. Just it was it was. You baked a pie and then just threw it in. Yeah. Oh yeah. We didn't do that one. Uh, that was, all? I've seen people do that with, with pecan pies. Yeah, Ooh, for sure. Just throw God. the whole thing in there. That's fine. <laughs> Woo! <Yeah. laughs> this, is, this is a great category. It's it, like you said, anything goes. And it, yep. if it's a if it's if you could feasibly make a muffin out of it or a cupcake or whatever, that's it's basically just applying that recipe to somehow turn it into a beer flavor. I think one of the one of the better uh pastry flavored beers I had wasn't even or that we've had on the podcast wasn't even um a stout. It was that blueberry muffin one from when we were at Zubru this past year. Yeah. That was pretty Ooh. darn good. Who had that? I don't remember. <sighs> that was that was this year. That was a long time ago it feels like. It does. So we're going to take a quick break and we're going to dig out some of these beers and warm them up a little bit because these pastry stouts are a little bit better when they're more closer to the 50 to 55 degree temperature. So we'll, we'll get a uh, word. more better? More better. Perfect. More delicious. Uh, like when are they the most bestest? <laughs> most bestest. <laughs> so we'll take a quick break and have our first ad and we'll be right back after this. What would you like to eat tonight? I don't know. What are you feeling? Uh, you know, I, I could go for burgers or wings. I don't know, maybe even pizza. What are you thinking? We just had pizza. I, I don't know. Uh, that's why I'm asking you. Well, maybe we should look online. Is what? It happens in nearly every home in America almost every day. At some point, someone asks, what are we going to eat tonight? Worry not. Fargo Takeout's artificial intelligence robotic chef, The Decisionator, is here to make the choices for you. You'll find its three top choices for takeout. 
If none of the three choices sounds good to you, just click the Nope, Try Again button. Even an artificial intelligence robot chef gets it wrong once in a while. The next time your relationship seems strained based upon what's to put on the table, turn to FargoTakeout.com slash Decisionator. And remember, save a meal, save a marriage. FargoTakeout.com slash Decisionator. <laughs> <laughs> All right, welcome back Jesus. from our uh, ad break. Uh, so our first beer of the day is actually the first three are from uh, the Flizzard series from Drecker Brewing, released on October 30th of 2020. Uh, it says winter hit us early this year, so we're hitting back with some Flizzards. Flizzard was always intended to be a series celebrating all of our favorite candies, and what better time to rip open the wrapper on this than the eve of All Hallows Eve. We started this beer as a blend of some of our favorite barrels and loaded these up with several plastic pumpkins worth of Snickers, Butterfingers, and the Flizzard OG Oreos. 11% ABV, and they were $18 plus tax per bottle when they were sold at the tap room. I'm down with OGG. So, yeah, what do you think? So, this first one is the Oreo, correct? Oh, yeah. That's what we're doing. So, what do you guys think about the, the, when you guys poured it? It's like Spinal Tap's None More Black album. Yeah, it's None More Black. <laughs> uh, we shined a light on it, and the light fucking disappeared. Yeah, like very dark. It ate it. Even the apparatus. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the whole thing. We may have dropped it. The flashlight gave up on life and killed itself. <laughs> I can't penetrate like that. Metallica's Black album. So it's very dark. So I definitely get that Oreo aroma. Um, a little bit of the, the kind of sugary cream part, and uh, I think I get more cookie. But as it warms up, I think I, it gets a little sweeter because we poured this a couple minutes ago. Mm-mm, good cookie. Yeah. Sounds like hot cocoa. So is that roasty, is- roasted malt on that is really good too? Good. Do you think oh, it? Yeah. Okay. What'd you say the ABV on this is? About 11? 11%. 11%, yeah. Yes. You can taste a little bit of that alcohol in there, but it's buried pretty well under the sweet. I like this. Ooh, that's thick, too. Palette. Palette's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Yep. Smooth. We get a little bit of that bourbon, but not predominant. Yeah, it's just, it's just uh, enough to make me really, really like it yeah, and want more bourbon. Two seconds in, you get you kind of like, oh, yep, there's that Get that good barrel, barrel flavor. Yep. But, uh, so I'm one of those, and we've discussed this before, that some... Bourbon barrel or any kind of barrel aged uh, beers can almost like I'm taking a shot of whatever that barrel was, and I would I'm drinking a beer to taste the beer, whereas some people like really like that burn of the barrel age, and I get turned off by that. So uh, so this is to me this is a good balance of that. You can still taste the barrel, but um, cookie Oreos definitely sweet, sticky, thick. I don't get as much of the the filling taste more you know, of the Oreo. Yeah, I get more cookie and uh, more of the barrel age, which um, I just really enjoy that. Um, this one's not too sweet. Yeah, neither am I. <laughs> the flavor lingers quite a bit, which is nice. Smooth. 
operator. <laughs> I like it. Yeah. Awesome no, the, shot. The, eh, the huh? feel is good and the taste is great. I do. I do feel like I can't really tell if I'm drinking a bourbon or eating a cupcake. And I, I like that. <laughs> I like being confused. I like, yeah. I accidentally dropped a cupcake, cupcake in my bourbon. It's my natural state, a state of confusion. So I'm very comfortable there. But no, it tastes great. I, I'd i give it, are we rating it? Sure. We can I, if nobody I'm has ready, anything I'm to ready say. to throw a five on it. I'm like, pow. Ratings are from five. zero to six, and you're rating it a five. Going right there. Pow. Pow. Yeah. Uh, that is really good. I. We've discussed this before too, but it's always hard rating that first one. Mm-hmm. It's like, are the other ones going to be better? But I, I really like this one, so I'm, I'm going to give it a, a five as well. Four barrel age, that's good. Chris, oh, it's my turn. We're going in an order. Sure. God damn it. Uh, five uh, point two five. Wow. God, that's great. <laughs> I was just going to ask if I'm gonna we could get decimals, but uh, we can yeah, do I'll quarter points. It took a year and a half to get them to to do half points, and then another twelve years to get them to do quarter points. We've been doing this a long time. <laughs> this um, <laughs> this might be episode one ten if we're going in order. Jesus. Yes. Yeah. Um, I guess mm, if we Tucker. can do quarter steps, I'll do uh, four seven five. You should get four point seven five percent closer to the microphone. <laughs> <laughs> four, you four, seven, you, five. You, just because I'm, I'm not move, big on move that towards you. Though. Oh, there we go. You, oh. The, the fist, right? Okay. Did I used to? <laughs> I used to live with my hand on this thing and move it around. Right. And then <laughs> I had to keep deleting all the background uh, noise of him moving it. So I'm like, Keely, ever have a problem with that? No, she's with fine. You having your hand on it all the time. <laughs> all right, so Tucker we used got to have a, ones that had uh, springs on them. And that was the worst. Yeah. <sighs> All right, so Tucker got a 4.75. Correct. So the average for Drecker Flizzard with the Oreos is 5.0. That's a hell of a start to a day. The next next adjunct variation or variant of the Flizzard is the Snickers. I'm just going to guess this one's worse because I I like Oreos more. See, I like Snickers. (laughs) Okay. So um, it says it's made with milk sugar versus lactose. Is What's their, the difference? Their difference their between milk, sh- milk sugar I believe, and lactose? I'm not exactly sure, but it probably comes down to... I know that lactose isn't a fermentable sugar, so you're going to get more... Uh, it, it basically helps provide that kind of smooth silkiness, I think. And that, uh, I'm not sure, but I would guess that maybe milk sugar is fermentable, or it just does the same thing. I don't know. I don't know. Well, glad we brought you on. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm the expert right now. <laughs> there's there's floaties in my beer. I've never used milk sugar, so I don't know. Well, they put little they put little bits of uh, actual Snickers bars in each glass we pour. I wonder who that was behind. Well, this one says that it's a bourbon barrel aged imperial stout with ice cream, Snickers, and milk sugar. So actual Snicker bites. I don't get much off the aroma. I haven't fucking not I get some nutty notes, I guess. I get maybe a little bit of the barrel age, you know, that you get. But, I mean, this is... This I expected to be really nosy, but it's not. Well, these have also been cellaring for a few months. You can really taste the nougat. I'm not sure, <laughs> uh, but there is a definite nuttiness to it. 
it's certainly not peanut buttery, right? But it's a good peanut flavor, which uh, surprisingly works really well for me on this one. Yeah, I guess it's snickery. Um, or maybe like a, I do get a little bit of the peanut, a little bit. Otherwise, it's more like a like a Milky Way, where it's just like smooth caramel, um, ice cream. I guess that so be like more like a malt. Mm. Malt. That, yeah, that malt. I get I get the snicker stuff though because I do get yeah. that peanut, but but malt. Yeah, I think maybe they say milk sugars because they used actual ice cream. That that's probably what it is. I I didn't see any difference in my when I was going through the Rolodex of my mind slash Google. You pointed to your head, but I clearly saw you looking at yeah, your phone. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I can read. So maybe there's just proving it. Huh? Yeah, yeah. Maybe there's sweetened condensed milk in this. Then who knows? Yeah, yeah. it's something different. But it didn't. I I didn't find anything. So it might be one of those cool things you put on labels to sell more stuff. So, so the nose isn't really snickeries. This is very light. It's mostly that roast, roasty goodness of the stout underneath it. Mm-hmm. But the flavors, man, I'm getting. I, I at the very end, I do get like that. I don't know, peanut roasty, like you said, the uh, almost nougat thing going on there. I can actually taste that. I'm surprised, but it, it takes a little bit. It does, but it, it shows up there. I. That's hard to get, I think. I, I never could get much when I tried to get, uh, when I tried to work with nuts and whatnot, I had a hard time getting any real flavor from it. You get a little bit, but you had to nuts go extreme. I was going to say, that's hard to do nut stuff. It's hard to do nut <laughs> stuff. These nuts. Nice. Uh, I don't get as much of the bourbon barrel age. I do as, at the very end. Yeah, as the Oreo, though, I thought was more. Way in the very mm-hmm. back, like the last thing it does for you. It's like a is, dry tingle on your tongue, right? <clears throat> it's kind of yeah. warm throaty. Like the back of my throat gets a little bit warm. That's like they're, I don't know. That's what I'm fucking. <laughs> that's what I'm getting. <laughs> Tucker, you get anything specific? No, just kind of that, that feeling on my tongue. Like uh, it's a little drier. Uh, yep. I guess if you if a beer could be dry, I, I would say it's a little drier at the end. Um, yeah, very nutty in in both the uh, the nose and the taste. Uh, yeah, does what it says. Tastes like a Snicker bar. So that's my opinion. Does it taste like your dog? No, my my dog tastes like it hasn't had a bath in three days. Well, why are you like, eating your dog in segments? <laughs> like, what's hey, going the grocery on stores have been barren for <laughs> right. for red meat for a while, and I, I get hungry. All right, all right, Tucker. Why don't you throw a number on the Snickers variant here? Five. I'll give it a five. Well, ah, better than the Oreo, you think? Huh? Yes. Grant, I love this beer. Five. I'm going to give it a 4.75. And Chris? I'm going to uh, probably agree with Ernie. I, I liked it just a little less than the Oreo, but it's, it's great. Shit. Me and this beer are going to make out later. <laughs> with your warm throat. <laughs> yeah. Fucking <laughs> right. What, what do you Got think it all warmed up for you. What do you think this oh, warm throat's for? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I screwed up a couple times. 
That's right. I just love the sound of calculator. So the average for the Drecker Flizzard uh, Snickers variation is 4.875. That's Damn good. mighty fine. Damn good. That's way better than a 4.6. It is. <laughs> That's math. <laughs> ah, see? All right, the, the last Pac-Man thing on the one side. Big, larger than. There we go. All right, the last variant of these Flizzards is the Butterfinger. I got nothing on the nose. Okay, I just wanted to make sure I'd wash my hands a little bit ago. All I can smell is the soap residue off my hands. I don't get much of aroma from the beer on this one. Yeah, there's a little bit less head on this one, too, when you guys poured. Oh, yeah, we were going to talk about head. <laughs> <laughs> one of our favorite topics. <laughs> So adjuncts are typically uh, are going to add uh, some oils and some other things to the uh, to the process that usually end up wrecking head. So <laughs> me too. <laughs> I got a list of other things to that. But yeah, so head retention and actual ability for the beer to you know have a big thick head, uh, despite. <laughs> What are we in? Kindergarten? I'm sorry. I, don't, I can't even. Penis, penis, penis. Vagina, yes, vagina, yes. vagina. Basically. There, let's get out of our system. It's it's tough to get a frothy head to choke on. <laughs> okay, never mind. It's <laughs> <laughs> almost as bad as that one week where we were talking about, I can't even remember, the point grant. Disfigured vaginas or something. <laughs> disfigured what? what? I don't believe we've ever discussed disfigured vaginas, have we? <laughs> I missed the genital mutilation episode. Sorry, not only do we talk about beer, we talk about moving on to the head mutilation. Yeah, super duper. (laughs) All right, gang, we're cleaning this up pretty well. (laughs) Okay, so the nose on this one, very light, and the palate. I I barely I barely get a hint of like butterfinger on this. I'd say it's pretty thin. Yeah, I don't get as much flavors on the Snickers. And maybe it's just because that's fo- maybe because this beer is following the Snickers that I don't really quite get so much of that. But yeah, it's not quite as strong or flavorful as the previous two. Can I see the bottle real quick, Edge? So a little bit of that uh, butterfingery taste at the end. A little bit more uh, bourbon barrel uh, tastes compared to the Snickers. If they wouldn't have put that this was a Butterfinger on there and just like a, a bourbon barrel aged Imperial Stout, uh, maybe with the ice cream makes it smoother. But uh, yeah, it's it's still well done. I, that's just the right amount of, of the bourbon burn for me. I don't like much more than that. Uh, the Oreo one was the other one that was out of the three that was really good as far as the amount of that barrel taste that I that I dislike when it gets to be too much. So... But this one and the Oreo were just about the right amount of that bourbon burn, the burn, bourbon barrel-aged burn um, that I can appreciate. But uh, not much Butterfinger. It's a little taste. thick it's, chocolatey, it, right? <clears throat> but I don't get any of that. Whatever the fuck they put in the middle of a Butterfinger, I don't know what those crispy things are really made of, but I, I don't get any of that flavor. Hmm. Your turn. I just uh, <laughs> little, the little tears buttery, of children. Though. That's what it's made of. I don't know. Yeah, I did miss that. I don't get any of the butter flavor uh, in this one, which is weird because on the other two, nailed it. I don't know. 
but I this it's still a very solid stout. Oh, smooth, it's really good. Yeah, really good. Smooth, chocolatey. Yep, absolutely good. But I don't know. Maybe it's because yeah, like you said, because it says Butterfinger on the on the thing. You know, I think you know. I'm, I wouldn't have guessed it. I would have just said this is a like a milk chocolate stout, mm-hmm. and it's and it's great labeled that way. Um. Yeah. So there. Well, I do like my beers a little thicker. Um, I would say I prefer the previous two. I'd probably give it a four and a half. It, it's still worth trying. It's very delicious. I think this is a fine example of a pastry stout, but I don't see anything that really makes me want it over any of the other ones I've had so far, so I'm going to give it a three. Whoa. Just middle of the road, huh? I think average. it's a great... Not great, I suppose, but it's, it's, yeah. (laughs) Like, if I was going to grab a pastry stout, that's what I'd expect it to taste like, and I would drink it without any sort of reservations. I wouldn't go, oh, it's this pastry stout. Right on. Yeah, it's a good pastry stout. So would this be like a, uh, if you have a friend that's like, ah, I don't really like thick, heavy stouts because they taste like tar or whatever, would you say, hey, try this one. This would be a good right. introduction into a pastry stout. Yeah, because it's bright. Yeah, especially if they say, if they're if they don't like the, you know, or a barrel like the dark thick. Stout, yeah, actually. you know, the, yeah. Okay. Cool. If um, they don't like the dark thick, yeah. yeah. The dark thick. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hello darkness, my old friend. Um, <laughs> lovely. So I I really I really like this one, but <clears throat> just because of the butterfinger in the name, I don't think I can give it as high a score as the Snickers, so I'm going to have to go 4.5 as well. I just found a book that Engelbert Humperdinck read on Audible. I'm going to have to download that just so I can get a I bet that's mediocre. <laughs> <laughs> I'll only fall asleep during half of it. I, I just, and Chris. Uh, God, fucking Engelbert Humperdinck. I mean, ugh. Uh, four. Yeah. <laughs> Four. Not Engelbert Humperdinck. He's not <laughs> yeah. a four. He's not a four. The beer is, the beer is a four. Three. Engelbert Humperdinck's a three at best. <laughs> On a good day. If I'm in a Humperdinck mood. <laughs> Some days he's a 2.75. He, he's under 2.5 if I was drinking whiskey. That's for sure. All right. So the average for the Drucker Flizzard Butterfingers variation was a 4.0, which is still good above average, well above average. So the winner, if we're doing that, for of the these three flizzards from Drecker is the Oreos. Fucking told you, boys. At a 5.000. Nice. Oreos also make the best blizzards, too. And, oh. Yeah. I always See, get chocolate chip cookie dough and then some other thing, whether it's the Butterfinger or the Oreo on top. Because you got to get that consistency, that texture from the, from the cookie dough. It's vital. I used to be a cookie dough guy, and then I was like, who who wants raw egg? Not me. One of my favorite blizzards. Everyone's afraid to get sued. I do. One of my favorite blizzards was the (laughs) homemade. One of my favorite blizzards was the Hawaiian with the pineapple and banana in it. Yeah. The coconut. Pineapple, banana, and coconut. As long as it's not on my freaking pizza, go for it. Yeah, bananas on pizzas are the worst. (laughs) Banana peppers. Banana pepper pizzas. Yeah. So uh, out of these three uh, candy bars, uh, Snickers would have been my favorite candy bar out of these three. Butterfinger would have been mine. Yeah. Snickers is my favorite too. 
Do you like Oreos? I'm, I'm a Snickers Chris. guy. I like the okay. Snickers one. What's your favorite candy well, bar Oreo's not of a, all time? Oreo's not a candy bar. Oh, so if true. the question is, what's your favorite candy bar, out of these two, it would have been the Butterfinger. So it, that's my greatest disappointment. <laughs> right. Oh, wow. Ever. You're living a good life. Ever. That's pretty good. <laughs> First world problems, right? <laughs> yeah. So what are you guys' favorite candy bar? I mean, mine, mine is the score bar. Of oh, that yes. nice toffee with the chocolate. Yeah, dude. Yep. It's thin. Well, you it's can like Heath. Yep. Right? Hey, yep. guess what? So, uh, Reese's like score peanut butter cups. Oh, absolutely. Score over Heath. That's not a candy bar. It's a cup. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Reese's. I'm yeah, peanut butter out, of all the, out of all the peanut butter cups, what's your favorite? No, all cups. You know, styrofoam or <laughs> <laughs> plastic. Yeah, Athletic yeah. No, supporters. I prefer Bread the, the Reese's cups. Those are the ones I keep in my cupboard. Go home, styrofoam. What is that? <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey, that's, a, that's, we, uh, a old, a, um, that's an old Saved by the Bell episode. Oh. Go home, plastic foam. I think that's what they were boycotting. Yeah. Anyway, fuck. Plastic. What foam. was your favorite candy bar, like Chris? They call it in the olden times. <laughs> I, maybe. Ah, <laughs> uh, my favorite candy bar. A take five. It's got a little bit uh, of everything, including it's pretzels. It's a little and, new school. Yeah, but five of, of <laughs> which is. candy bar? I'll, I'll take five candy bars over one. <laughs> Tucker, almond joy. I'm, I'm an almond joy guy. That's nuts. Sometimes you feel like a nut. <laughs> Sometimes you're Tucker. This is not mountains. What's wrong with mounds? They, just, they uh, don't have. Well, they don't have the that's fundamental the thing. thing that makes almond the joy. Sure. <laughs> the, the almond part. So that's your hang up. Is the almond part. <laughs> and there's joy in the name. Come on. Oh. <laughs> Bullshit. This is Boy, been, who is that for? This has been great. <laughs> What's your favorite diabetes mounds, delivery you know I mean? system? <laughs> <laughs> I like direct to mouth. <laughs> I boof it. <laughs> Do some ass diabetes. <laughs> Butthole betis. That's what they call me. <laughs> this probably is a time to wrap this fucking segment <laughs> up. All right, we'll take a quick break with a word from our next sponsor. We'll be right back. Santa's going to be disappointed. Brews, Booze, and Reviews is sponsored in part by Ridgeview Liquors. Bridgeview Liquors is your best bet for service, selection, and savings. With a staff trained to help you find what you're looking for and the area's best selections of beer, wine, and liquor, plus weekly ads with amazing deals we can't think why you would need to go to any liquor store. At Bridgeview, we pride ourselves in carrying a broad selection of products from tried and tested favorites to the newest items. We carry a selection of craft beer found nowhere else in the area, including sought-after breweries like Blackstack, The Brewing Project, Tin Whiskers, Stack Decked, Elephant, and many, many more. Our wine section is specially curated to provide the best wines at every price and for every occasion, with a special focus on smaller independent wineries and European wines of all types. Our liquor selection also prioritizes smaller products. Smaller products! <laughs> no, keep it, a, keep it in. No, I love the energy. I love the energy. Uh, smaller producers, as well as those hard-to-find bottles that others just don't seem to carry. So whatever your beverage needs, stop in and check them out. We are sure they can help you find something to put a smile on your face. So for the month of December, all Dark Horse wines are $5.99. You save $3. And Fargo Brewing Company, 12 packs are $3 off. And Fargo Brewing, 6 packs are $2 off. For the week uh, starting December 7th, you can get Coors or Coors Light 24-pack cans for less than 20 bucks. $19.49. That's less than a buck a beer. Uh, they also have Guinness 12-packs. You save 4 bucks on those. Um, and they have Vela wine, uh, 
starting from $10.99 to $13.99. You can save anywhere from three to four bucks. From the 14th to the 20th, Kona 12 packs are $13.99. 19 Crimes Wines are $8.99. And you can save $5 on Boda Boxes at $15.99 apiece. Is Boda Box where you get your lips fuller? <laughs> See, I look at it differently than y'all do. Uh, the week from the 21st to the 27th, uh, you can save money on Tito's Vodka. So if you're going to hang out behind the command center and be in charge of playing videos all night when your friends get drunk, get Tito's Vodka. $29.99, you save 5 bucks off of 175 Or you can uh, sit and hang out at your house, listen to episode 103 where we talk about brandies. Because uh, they have uh, $3 off of 175 of E&J Brandy for $18.99. And for the week of the 28th through January 3rd, you want to stop in because Andre Champagnes are $4.99. You save $3 off. Happy New Year. Yay. <laughs> and also, if you listen to some of our episodes, we also like New Amsterdam Vodka. We think it's very solid Whew. for the price vodka. And, and then at, gin? Yep. And at $16.99 for a 175 you save 4 bucks on that one. So that'll be good for your... New Year's Eve parties. Breaking news from Brews, Booze, and Reviews and Bridgeview Liquors. Save 10% off of all purchases at Bridgeview Liquors when you mention Brews, Booze, and Reviews. That's right. Brews, Booze, and Reviews will save you 10% off of all purchases at Bridgeview Liquors. And that's the news from Brews, Chris, Booze, and Chris, Reviews. You, you forgot to mention it they got to mention it at checkout oh yeah don't say it when you walk in say it at the counter when you're checking out brews booze and reviews save 10 percent at bridgeview that's the news so stop into bridgeview liquor at 935 37th avenue south of moorhead or call them at 218-477-6162 from those of us at brews booze and reviews have a safe and happy holiday season and may 2021 be so much better than 2020 it won't be hard Fucking clothes and coffee. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Best welcome, drips. Welcome Dreams. to another. Uh, welcome back from our swaggy drip episodes here. <laughs> that, was, uh, <laughs> that was the name of the first hooker I had after I graduated from my college. <laughs> I like the caveat of the first hooker I had after I graduated. It's important to not, note. The, not the first one ever. No, but once or, I became a real man with a book learning. Listen here, sleazy once I drip. can afford my own hookers. <laughs> I didn't have to steal Pa's change. All right, hope our uh, hope our ad, ad sponsors love that last read and they'll lead into this now. All right, here we go. Uh, all right, our next beer on the docket, as I like to say. Oh, he said it finally. <laughs> yep, you get your BBR bingo going. Is actually uh, Drecker's What Lies Beneath. I uh, wish they had an answer on the bottom of the bottle. <laughs> I'm just saying. But then if you were looking uh, it up, you'd spill on yourself. No, you have to pour it all. You have to drink the whole bottle. God damn it, dude. Are you in marketing? <laughs> Once you pour the whole bottle out, you see it. Nice. All right, this all was released November 23rd of 2020, and it says, like every other person with taste buds, we've got a real thing for maple syrup. So much so that we decided to buy enough maple syrup to fill a Knob Creek bourbon barrel and age it for nine months. Then we put a bunch of that barrel-aged maple syrup in some of this year's What Lies Beneath with double the Indonesian vanilla beans and bottled the rest with the syrup for everybody to enjoy. So the regular one, it says... 
Big old Black Friday beer release. Um, what lies beneath is a big and bold imperial stout that sat in a mix of Buffalo Trace and Heaven Hill barrels for a year. Then we conditioned it on cacao nibs, coffee beans that Thunder Coffee roasted specially for this beer, and a stupid amount of Indonesian vanilla beans. We're absolutely loving how all of the flavors came through, and we're sure you're, you're going to dig this one too. This is 11% ABV as well. Heaven Hill, they make uh, fucking Old Fitzgerald. Some good fucking bourbon. And you should know. I, I do know. That's why I fucking said it. Exactly. <laughs> this is like, I'm, I'm dropping knowledge, bro. <laughs> <laughs> what are you in the nose in this regular one, guys? The non-variant version. I'm going to go with uh, molasses. I'm going to go a little bit, of, little bit of coffee, a little bit of vanilla, yep, some yep. maltiness, something in there. I don't taste a lot of the uh, barrel-aged. This is so good. I love this. I, it's not too thick. Like, looking at it and smelling it and then hearing the description, I thought this was going to be a very thick, you know, uh, beer. And it is not. It is smooth and tasty. Coffee. Tasty. It's a lot of... A lot of, lot of coffee, a little bit of chocolate I get. On the uh, nose or on the palate? Yes. Okay. I'm going to go with both. Okay. Yeah. I get a just a hint of roastiness on the on the nose and uh, definitely some roastiness, like kind of in the finish to it. Mm-hmm. Um, everything else about it is pretty mellow, though. Like, I, I have to say, there's no one flavor that really just dominates. Yeah, this isn't oh, sweet, you know. The other ones we just did were desserts. Yeah. Right. Or, uh, you know, this one, you don't feel the diabetes. This one's uh this is more wake you up they morning. This is a morning fucking stout. Yeah. <laughs> they don't, they don't call this one a pastry stout though. Do they? It's got the two adjuncts to it. The coffee yeah. and the Indonesian Vanilla? beans. Yeah. yeah. I, yeah, I guess all the examples we had before I, in my mind, that's what I think when I think pastry stout, super uh, sweet and, mm-hmm. you know, like a dessert beer almost. And this is like you said, this is a, yeah, I could have I could have some of this and go work the assembly line in the morning. You know, <laughs> right. me, uh, Maybe you shouldn't. Go, yeah. You will, you know, dude. I'm gonna go to work drunk, three G print a base, and yeah, you know, call it there a you day. Go. I live, don't think this one. Dream. I don't think this one really qualifies as the pastry stout, but it's gonna be the lead in the next one, which I believe is mm. to me they're gonna be the pastry stout. Chocolate's great. The coffee comes through. I love good coffee stouts. Yeah, man, especially when they're smooth like this, because you, you you can you. Can, Drink it and wake up. On a totally different note, actually, but the same note, we did try, um, and I'm just throwing it out there, we did Steep Drop by Boulevard. Um, which As you, the sidecar? Yeah. So this is a nitro cold brew milk stuff, which was also awesome because it had that good coffee, the same as this one does. It has that good coffee flavor to it. <clears throat> I want it with bacon and eggs, and I want it fucking seven hours ago. <laughs> you were not up seven hours ago. Yeah, man. What? I've been what? practicing. COVID has changed you? No, I'm, a, I'm an early morning guy. Oh, yeah. Really? And wow. also a late, late, yeah, early I know, exactly. morning guy. Yeah, I mean, exactly. I'm used to seeing you around, you know, 2.30 in the morning, so I yeah, wouldn't I'll have drink. expected you at 6. That's, drink that's till, early morning guy. Yeah, like, I'll drink, okay. till, <laughs> drink to 4, wake up at 7. Fuck Woo. yeah, bro. Who needs sleep? Well, you're never going to get it. I'm going to get it. Uh, Anyway, I'm going to agree with Tucker as far as that coffee at the end. Uh, That's that kind of dryness. I get it like it finishes dry, and I think that's that coffee. Um, 
but the vanilla kind of gives it just enough sweetness. But again, uh, I'm going to agree with Chris on that, that it's it's not super sweet. It's barely sweet at all. Yeah. But get- that vanilla kind of smooths out that coffee dry finish. Um, a little bit of the little bourbon bitterness. barrel aged burnness in there. But again, very well done. Very Just enough to like, oh yeah, that's a barrel aged imperial stout. So I, I like this one. It's pretty good. Well, I'm going to give it a five. Well, then. I'll do a four and a half. I'd like a little more of the coffee notes to come through, personally. 5.257. Two five. Even even just you thinking about it, Knox started eye twitching. He's like, he's going to fucking add an extra goddamn number. He did the hundredth. The thousandth, whatever. God, if you can't do it on an abacus, you can't fucking say it here. <laughs> Whoa! Whoa! Rubbish! Filth! Big Aaron, what's your number? I gave it a five. I think the only thing I would have wanted more is maybe a little bit of that vanilla to maybe smooth out that dry coffee finish a little bit more. <clears throat> well, but it's really good. When, you, when I Googled this, the Indonesian... Planifolia vanilla beans are sweet and creamy like their cousins from Madagascar with more complex flavor profile that finishes with unique earthy and woody undertones. Ah. Mm-hmm. So they are bold with slightly fruity fig-like notes reminiscent of Tonga vanilla beans. Mm, figs. So it's got a delicate, smoky, woody, and sweet flavor profile. Ah, profile. <laughs> Way to demonstrate I was your knowledge of words. <laughs> Way to... Repeat what Knox just said. I recognize words. He's just affirming what I'm saying. (laughs) So the average for the uh, Drecker What Lies Beneath is uh, (laughs) 4.9375. Yep. All right. And the next beer that we have is the bourbon barrel-aged maple syrup variant of this one. All right, the bur- uh, bourbon barrel aged maple syrup plus double vanilla version of yeah. what lies beneath adds some massive flavor to the already big and bold cacao and thunder coffee notes. Cacao. It's thunder fu- coffee. It's fucking delicious. It pours like syrup. Yeah? It's thick, even pouring out. It's not that thick. That's, what do you know? I mean, thick enough. <laughs> oh, yeah, you can see a nice layer on the uh, glass there. Give it the lacing on that's great. Yeah, it is. Smells a little sweeter than the regular one. It leaves a filter on the side of the glass. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you finish this and then you pour some liquor and you've got a mix. Oh, fucking right. I'll have that liquor here. Ooh, that's thick. Actually, this with a scotch might be a good combo. What am I drinking? Alcohol. Hennessy. (laughs) Oh, that's right. I poured Hennessy. <laughs> so on the nose, just, not sweet? Just a, a little sweeter. Yeah. Actually, maybe even quite a bit more sweet. A lot. Sweeter, a lot. more sweet than the yeah. uh, the one without the maple syrup. What do you guys get on the palate? Again, it's really smooth. Like Whoa. I'm, I'm again surprised at how smooth that is compared. You know, I think, again, it looks thick. It's at least 10 times sweeter. Yeah, it's so sweet. I'm really good with numbers. <laughs> I'd like to pour some on my pancakes. It's pretty good. Wow, that, yeah. is, it's, that this, is maple you, syrup. You could do that. 
This could be actually throw it in the batter. Oh man, you oh. pour this on your fucking uh, whatever things you eat in the morning, and then you <laughs> drink the other one. The- Ah, next. <laughs> He's never eaten a solid food for breakfast. It's just just some random alcohol. Like whatever whatever he didn't finish the night before. Typically. Is that a mixed drink? I don't know. Is it fermented wow, from last week? I don't know. It's breakfast. Breakfast. I yeah, I leave the stuff sit out until there's a like a hard crust to crack on top of it. <laughs> it's gourmet. Yum. Man, you could almost put this on like ice cream. Oh, I keep doing that on my way back. I smash into the thing. <laughs> this is a you. You don't get it near as much coffee, but it's there. You know, there's some coffee, but yeah, it's yeah, just it's really just, sweet to me, which I like. But it's this is a diabetes. It, it yeah, it, beer of uh, of all of them so far. I can taste the betters in this one. <laughs> There's a little roastiness to it too, mm-hmm. though, like a, amongst the overwhelming sweetness. Yeah, it's it's uh, it takes the edge off, like the edge off that sweetness for sure. It isn't like sucking down that bottle of syrup, but this is from the Dutton brothers over at uh, Thunder Coffee. He uh, had some really fun time coming up with the right roast for this beer. He, uh, he was talking to me about it. Dexter was. He did a really good job because it, it is. <clears throat> I'm surprised at how smooth this is. It isn't. It isn't bitter toward the chocolate or over, like viscousy with the with the maple syrup. It is. It tastes kind of like a a rounded out maple syrup. Like it does have a, a bit of bitterness to it, and it's not overwhelming in any way. I think some of the roastiness makes it feel like you're drinking coffee while <laughs> eating pancakes. I think you get some of the the a little bit of the the. I don't know, malts or something, grains coming at the very back end. So it kind of tastes like breakfast. I don't know. I I love sweet things, but I almost think this is a little too sweet, as much as I hate to say mm-hmm. it. Um, I would definitely enjoy uh, sharing this with a friend, but the whole bottle, unless I could do it in uh, you know, a couple days or something, it's... I don't get a whole lot of coffee out of it. All I get is that sweet maple syrup, and which is delicious. Mm-hmm. But well, that's the variant on it is yeah. that bourbon barrel aged maple syrup. The only maybe the only coffee I get maybe <clears throat> is at the end again that, that little bit of dry finish to it, but very sweet. I but. don't get a lot of the barrel. No, nope, like, I, I don't, I don't know. All. I don't know how much you know. It actually, tr- I, I'd like to get a, a spoonful of the. Syrup from the barrel. That's See, what we're having next. That, okay. We're going to sample that next. I want to know how much barrel is actually <laughs> actually transposed into the, came into the syrup. A lot. It, did it? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, see? It's delicious. He already tried. Mm-hmm. So who wants to rate this one? First. Probably, probably all of us. Oh, I was going to say first. I'll go first since I opened my mouth. I'm going to give it a four. Chris? I'll do four and a half. Ah uh, no, lied. Sorry. Put a seven in front of that five. Four point four point seven five. I'll do four and a half. Ooh. I'm gonna sound like a dick. I'm gonna give it a two and a half. Yeah, I didn't I, like this, I, huh? I, I I like it, but as as far as beer goes, it doesn't do it doesn't hit enough of my beer notes for me because it is so sweet, so good. I'm impressed with it. Like from a brewing standpoint, it it's really freaking amazing that they got that out of that, but it's not what I was expecting and not what I really want from 
It's too. It's it is too sweet for me. Right on. All right. So the average for the Dricker What Lies Beneath with the bourbon aged maple syrup is three point nine three seven five. Still, well done. I'm just going to take a little sample of this uh, Drecker maple syrup, actually. Watch me pour maple syrup all over your uh, dog and then lick your dog. <laughs> <laughs> Quit licking my dog, Why man. It's like, freaking weird. All day, too. <laughs> Unrelenting dog liquor. Oh, wow. All right, so backing up, Knox. Sorry. Wow. What, is, yep. what this, is this? This is the actual syrup that they, that they barrel-aged in that... Um, Barrel. barrel. What lies beneath? <laughs> they haven't. <laughs> it was a. Uh, no, did they say Knob Creek? Where did they barrel age it? They named it. Yeah, they it said was Heaven Knob H- Creek Barrel. And Heaven Hill. That, I thought. Um, so, this bourbon barrel aged maple syrup is simply amazing. Slathered all over your oh, uh, bre- favorite breakfast goodies. Yeah, man. That's a. Uh, yep, Knob Creek bourbon barrel. Ooh, yep. Aged wow. it for nine months. That's a. Uh, it tastes like syrup. Like all you could, all you can hear in the mics right now is it, <laughs> it's so fucking sticky, yeah. man. It's good as shit. It's not like thick, like an Anchin Mima type of type of syrup, but it's it's definitely got kind of some of those barrelish kind of notes, I guess, in in layman's terms, which is all I know. So. Who's layman? Where'd he ever come from? So, Grant, you wanted to know how much barrel is in the actual right. syrup itself. What you what do you think? A, a little more. Then uh, the beer, which, you know, makes sense since that's the only thing that was in the barrel and there's less of it in there than the beer. Mm-hmm. But um, still a less than I thought. And I and I, do, I don't know if it, if it's just if maple syrup doesn't pick up the barrel as well or I just expected. You know, I think the barrel is it. standoffish against syrup and it's like, oh, I'm not releasing much to you. Yeah. <laughs> no, there's something going on there. But. In the end, you can taste the you can taste the barrel in that, and I I man I would love that on some on some waffles, with with, with a bunch of butter. I had it on French butter. toast. Homemade I'd rather have toast. it on French toast because that's a far superior fucking oh, breakfast. Grain. It's an inferior delivery system. You can't oh. pick up a piece of French French toast, <laughs> fold it in half, and just mow it down in three bites. It's bread. You absolutely <laughs> can fold bread. Not when it's soggy, soggy what bread. What the fuck are you talking oh. about? Toast is in the name, henceforth <laughs> bread. So We're gonna go have a cookout. You got any takers? pancake mix? We need to make. We need to get down yeah, on this is, right now. I it might actually. <laughs> Breakfast off, twenty twenty. <laughs> We're just gone the rest of the podcast. Yeah, I gotta take. <laughs> right, they're quicking. They're they're cooking upstairs. I, I screamed just too much. Yelling gotta... in the background. Yeah. <laughs> Gordon Ramsay shows up. <laughs> Anyway, so moving on to that next beer then, huh? All right, so the next beer is the last Drecker of the day. So you will definitely know if that was the last beer, because this one's uh, a peanut butter. Yeah, there's no peanut butter in that shot. (laughs) That was the syrup again. (laughs) All right, this this one is Drecker's, Drecker's Smoother Dye Peanut Butter Milk Stout. 6.5% 6.5% ABV. I got 6.6, I thought it said on the can. But Ooh. close. Either way. All right. Uh, and it was released on December 11th. And it says, time to draw a lie in the sand. We need to put this out there, and we hope this doesn't mean we can't be friends anymore. But it needs to be known. 
We only like creamy peanut butter. Well, then why the fuck do they do this? We think the only peanut butter on the planet should be creamy and that crunchy peanut butter is an abomination before the gods that should be stricken from the earth. There, we said it. We feel better. How about you? Not really. Well, Drecker, you want to know what I think about crunchy peanut butter? You're going to find out real quick. <laughs> well, why do we, what do, do we have to wrestling promote? Promo? <laughs> oh, yeah. That's just Skull all I got left. Hey. I've descended into wrestling promo, Grant. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Woo! So to declare this love for the creamy overlord of peanuts in butter form, we're dropping a brand new peanut butter milk stout called Smoother Dye. It's packed with chocolatey, peanut buttery flavor and aroma, and it's rich and unapologetically smooth. So Unapologetically smooth. smooth. Yep, so smooth like the gods intended. I'm sorry. Can we stutter on that a couple more times? It really helps the smooth part. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck you. (laughs) For example. All right, knows this one, guys. What do you got? Peanut butter, no. It's Uh, peanut oil. Yeah, it's... you know the Girl Scout cookies, peanut butter cookie that has got like a thin layer of peanut oil butter in it? That's kind of what I think it tastes like. Not Reese's, not Jim or Skippy or anything. It's the same specific. thing I get off of all peanut butter things. It's Stop saying peanut butter and tell me it's peanut oil, and then I'll probably think it's less bad. But that's what I get off of it. That is the big challenge with working with peanut butter because it is so oily. We were talking about adjuncts earlier that they just absolutely destroy the head in the beer. They will leave that oil in the beer. If you let this sit probably long enough, you might see that oil actually separate out of the beer and coagulate on the top of this. Well, I'm and then you should it before scoop that, that shit off and then see if it's a good beer. <laughs> I don't well, know. I don't. I don't. Maybe. I don't do. Maybe I, you're on to something. I don't maybe like you're peanut on butter something. stuff. I do. I so um, some places and a lot of places actually are using um, powders and stuff. They'll use a dehydrated peanut butter, which is it's stupid expensive to actually buy the dehydrated peanut butter. It's when you cheaper, can do it yourself, it's cheaper to go out and get boxes of like your peanut butter cereals um, because that's already basically the powdered peanut butter flavor. So I think a lot of places will do things like that and find substitutes like that. Uh, at least that's how it was, uh, you know, Crunch a couple of years ago. Yeah, exactly. They'll use whatever you know peanut butter substitute is on the market because you, you can go get that General Mills stuff, and it's basically already malted grains with the peanut butter powder on top yeah. of it. So you get your sugars that way. I think this is actually a pretty good. Uh, I, I I like this one, and I don't usually like peanut butter stuff. So that being said, I am a crunchy guy on my toast. Right. So, <laughs> yeah, that's but, the other part too. Crunchy peanut butter is—you get real peanuts in that shit. Yeah, like, I, I, I don't know. It's—I I feel like Drecker came at me with that. I am personally—you <laughs> feeling attacked? I feel personally attacked, and I'm going to go to my safe space with this beer for a little while. <laughs> my safe space is inside the suit jacket. <laughs> <laughs> Tucker, you get anything off the aroma? Honestly, like uh, it tastes exactly like a nutter butter bar to me, at least. Um, yeah, and, and I swing both ways in terms of creamy or crunchy peanut butter. Like, oh, no. well, too wide open there, but fair uh, enough. Yep. I'm not here to judge. Nope. Sort of. Well, actually, that's kind of what we do. <laughs> sort of. I like I the creamy peanut. I like the creamy peanut butter in my smoothies, and I like the crunchy on like my English muffins English or muffins. Yep. something. It's like a texture thing. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. 
But yeah, if there were peanuts actually floating in this beer, I might Probably be a little turned off by that. Just a, little, just a little bit turned off. Maybe if I put them in myself, like chew each your time stouts. I crack a beer, chew your stouts. Oh, yeah, you guys want to throw a number on this one then? Three. I, it's it's yeah. Chris says three. Just want to get it out of the way. This is an average beer uh, as far as peanut butter ones go. Usually they're below average. So good job, Drecker. <laughs> I don't know how else to say that nice. <laughs> Tucker. <laughs> For um, why? It didn't explode. That was, that the bomb hit the ground. I didn't hear an explosion. So that's, you know, best case scenario for everybody. Just the people launching it hit their target. The people down there didn't die. Just because so great. The gr- just because the grenade didn't blow up doesn't mean I'm not mad because it was thrown. <laughs> um, I'll give it a five and a half. Uh, counterpoint, I don't like a ton of peanut butter in my peanut butter stouts, and this doesn't have a ton of it, so I'm a pretty big fan, actually. Okay. Grant? Yeah, I'm going to give it a good uh, a good three. I'm with I'm with Chris. I, I think as a... The flavor's there, and if you like peanut butter, you're going to like this. I, and honestly, I get more actual peanut than peanut butter right. on this, and I and that's a tough flavor to, to pull through. So I think they did a great job with it, but for me personally, it's a three because um, I would drink one of those five pastries. The five, I rated them five. There weren't five of them. <laughs> the words aren't working anymore. Yeah, I don't know why. All As the, the previous stuff goes you'd, on. You, you'd prefer to drink all the previous stuff. There you go. I think that's what we're trying Thank to say. Thank you for your word assistance. You're like the AAA of words right now. I do. Thesaurus. Just roadside rescued my ass. Thank <laughs> you. I'm like jerk chicken for the soul or for the words. So, <laughs> in, in summation, three. <laughs> well, you thank you for that, Grant. <laughs> I'm going to give it a 3.5. Just average. Just above. <laughs> so the average for the Drecker Smooth or Die peanut butter milk stout is 3.75. Still above average. Just not everybody's favorite. I got to say, personally, I've been, um, when I've been grabbing Dreckers lately, I've been grabbing a lot of the sours off their shelf. Just, I. Uh, when I want a sour, I know they're usually got solid sour, so it's easy and good to go with me because I, I do flip on that. That's one of those categories I can't stand or I love it. And and Drecker does Sours. a good job every That's time I know yep. they're going to have a sour that I'm at least – I'm not going to want to throw half of the pack away I get, right? Uh, I, so I haven't had a lot of their stouts okay. and stuff, and I'm absolutely impressed with what they've yeah. done with this batch of beers we've just – we've been able to try here, so – Kudos to Drecker. Yes, they they are very. Uh, they do put out a good solid sour for sure. I will say this though: Mark missed an appointment for an oil change on his Forerunner, so that's a, oh, oh, come shit. on, man. Mark needs Mark. a new car now. <laughs> Probably busy putting peanut butter in beers. Probably. Uh, that's a weird thing so to I, say. I bought a four pack of the Milk Maiden like a week ago or so. It's kind of a the milk chocolate stout from Drecker. That's a good solid one too. So, that's my story. Thanks. Thanks for coming, guys. I don't know where I was cool going story, to bro. I once Thank you a, for sharing. I once had a beer. Yeah. Well, Speaking of, you know, that's just like uh, your opinion, man. Speaking of beer. All right, this last beer is from Stone Brewing. This is their Chacuavesa, a tradition too special to skip. The style is a mocha stout. It's eight point one percent ABV, fifty IBUs. 
This is a beloved stout. When first introduced as a limited special collaboration... Which one? Collaboration release (laughs) with Survey Syria Insurgenta. I feel like you're still doing it. (laughs) (laughs) And San Diego homebrewer Chris Banker, after his recipe won our annual homebrew competition, it was an instant hit and fans began clamoring for its return. Seeing as how its amazing flavor profile is evocative of Mexican hot chocolate... Featuring coffee, pasilla peppers, vanilla, cinnamon, nutmeg, and a generous amount of chocolate, we concluded it was the perfect stout to re-release in celebration of the holidays and the entire winter season. This is now a highly anticipated yearly tradition that we are pleased to present from us to you and makes a perfect wintry gift from you to our friends, loved ones, or simply to yourself. Cheers. It certainly tastes... Uh, or smells like holiday because oh, uh, yeah. I do Feliz get Navidad. There's some we, hell yeah in this glass. We get that nutmeg and cinnamon and stuff. It's so yeah. I, I was first pep- a little pepperiness or something. I get that pepperiness. It. Yeah, it's that pepper. I, I was first introduced to Mexican hot chocolate when we decided to do a Mexican hot chocolate beer too. Absolutely fell in love with it because it is. It's got all that richness and, and awesomeness of the chocolates, and then combined with with the peppers, when you get that right, like this, it's a flavor profile you don't find in beer a lot, and I find it's not done well a lot. Like peppers can just ruin a fucking beer; they can turn but, on you in a hurry. Yeah, and it's really hard to gauge uh, how much if you're using, especially hot peppers. I don't know what this is, but they're notoriously uh, not good peppers. Yeah, these uh, well, they're just inconsistent. Each you know how much how. Each jalapeno you 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 eat off the vine is 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 it's different, right? You know, just like the hops are, but you know when you're you're using pounds and pounds of hops versus either way, uh, this is this is a great beer. And Mexican hot chocolate is fucking amazing. <laughs> and go try yourself some of that too because it's freaking great. I, I'm sorry, I wasn't paying attention. Could you start over and yes. repeat everything you just said in the last word fifteen for minutes? Word, word for word. <laughs> Good beer equal good beer. I, I do get a little bit that hot pepperness off the aroma, um, and I agree with Grant. I am one of those that will even say that I don't like any kind of peppers, especially hot, in my beer. Um, I don't know. It just I if I have to chase my beer with some water, but then I don't like hot chili. I don't like hot spicy. I like flavorful stuff, but not. Hot. Oh, you're, you're Midwestern where it's like, well, that's a spicy ketchup. Right. <laughs> uh, actually, it's a spicy cat's up spelled with a K I've... or with a C. Well, cat's Grant, Grant, you were uh, commenting earlier about the hops. Now, these fe- feature uh, English Challenger and East Kent Golding hops. Um, it's a flavor profile. Kent, Kent Golding? Yep. East he's, Kent Golding. East Kent Golding. He's, he's it's back a traditional in, hop. He's back in the hop game. Pretty mellow, pretty... <laughs> Pretty chill. Uh, you'll find it in a lot of uh, your, yeah, your non-IPA styles. Your your chill, you know, it's bitter. It's got a little bit of earthiness to it, but it's not a super overpowering or dominate the drink style hop. All right. So the flavor profile is cocoa and cinnamon are at the forefront. The coffee, nutmeg, and vanilla follow, and the fruitiness and heat of the pasilla peppers come through nicely on the finish. The palate is full-bodied and very smooth with a light bitterness. The sweetness adds a lot to this beer without being syrupy. Well, based on your uh, what you read there, I'm going to go four and a half. Oh, wait. No, never mind. I'll try it. <laughs> <laughs> I, 
I, I think the peppers are great. And and um I see I'm on the other hand, Kev I, I or not Kev, sorry, Kev's not here. Why am I talking to him? Fuck you, Kev. Yeah <laughs> Actually he gave me some chicken the last time I was in Brewbird. It was so fucking good. Yeah <laughs> There he is. <laughs> But I, I agree with you. The, the, uh, I'm on the opposite end of the spe- uh, pepper spectrum as you. I love super spicy. Oh, I yeah. love like Sorry. kill me, my eyes fall out of my face spice. But I hate that when I get it in a beer. And I also hate it, though, when I can't actually get any of that. from. The, if, if your beer says pepper on it and I don't get any pepper from it, I'm pissed. This is really well balanced. Mm-hmm. And, really, and that's hard to fucking do. I I'm really impressed with this beer, but yeah, it, the can is upside down and that's throwing me off. Well, that's because Stone Brewing leaves no stone unturned. Yeah. Whoa. There you Whoa. go. Whoa. Was that Joey Lawrence? Yeah. From Blossom. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> Staying so, hip with yeah, your sweaty trips. Uh, cool. Why I, not? I, I get a little of that pepper, but. Um, it's really not what I would consider hot heat at you, all. Yeah, it's, no. I get more of it's it. Not. I think a dry I get, coffee finish. I get more of it on the nose than I do when I drink it. Like I smell the pepper more. It's right on the backside where, where the beer should turn sweet. On your exhale, you're getting. That's why I'm tasting all the pepper. It's on, on that when I when I exhale, I get a ton of that. It's it's a dry heat and then it, it dissipates really quick. Ah, it's like so, it's like hot throat. Pepper, pepper heat is measured in Scoville units, and Scoville units are the number. Uh, it's it's an amount of sugar that is needed to overcome the heat. So, so would, you, would you say that this beer is the M word? Marginal, dry, moist, 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 moist. Is that the M word? Moist. <laughs> why? Why would you describe like this beer? <laughs> why would you describe a beer as moist? Like. <laughs> They've all been pretty wet. I'm getting, yeah, I'm getting I, beer drizzles. <laughs> <laughs> Your beer drips. <laughs> so moist. Drips, bruh. <laughs> I like this beer. Love it. It's fucking good. I'm going to give it a six. I'll just jump on that. You're going to perfect this. This is a genre I absolutely fucking love. These guys killed it. I can taste every ingredient they talked about. It's not too thick it's not too thin yeah six i would drink these until i cannot consume beverages anymore prove it <laughs> give me more we got a new challenge give me more give me more i'll give it a five um, I've, I've never tried a beer like this before and it's it's very interesting <sighs> i'm not about to float down the river chugging these but like it's it's very delicious i don't believe that there's a stout made that i would chug going down a river <laughs> I don't know. That I, don't you well good. me? Well, okay. Early morning river chug. Okay. <laughs> maybe, oh, I maybe. forgot about breakfast on the river. <laughs> I'm always thinking mid afternoon river trips. I, uh, foolish me. <laughs> it's hard to find a ride before noon. <laughs> well, Chris, I guess we might as well go to you since we're going this way. Yeah, why wouldn't we? I'm gonna. It, it's a really pleasant drinker. It's a. Uh, Four seven five for me. It's a hype beer too. This is a hype beer. This is a very oh, widely talked about. Sorry, I'm just kidding. No, I'm. I'm just saying that. Uh, J.K. This- Rawlings. <laughs> <laughs> oh, now that I know that other people like it, I'd like to change my answer. <laughs> 
No, but this one is is brought up on a lot of beer blogs and and uh, groups that I am a part of when it releases. And this one was actually released on October fifth of this year. Okay, so I'm going to give it a four point <laughs> seven five as well. Um, so the average for Stones, Exo Coveza, Chocoveza. Thank you. Uh, Imperial Stout is five point one two five. Yay. Good enough to win the whole day. I think they earned it. Uh, I'd like to just take a moment uh, and reflect stone <laughs> and accept Pour this myself another amazing <laughs> victory of the day. But uh, it's an empty can of this beer. That's all yeah. you get. That's uh, I'll take it. I, okay, I wish, take it to Michigan I wish they would have put the label on right side up so I could read it without feeling like drunk. But <laughs> don't read it after you open it. Yeah. What, was that on purpose? Yeah. That's why I'm still... They have he on their just, website. It's he said it out loud. But the no stone turned on unturned thing. <laughs> words and stuff, damn it. Nouns, <laughs> <laughs> verbs, adjectives, adverbs, punctuation. I pain. I used them all. So, <laughs> Turns uh, out I'm out. <laughs> so what you guys think about the pastry side episode? We're going to try a lot of different stuff today. Well, second place was the Drecker Flizzard, the uh, Oreos at okay. a five. So. The Hennessy was my least favorite. <laughs> Everybody's least As favorite was more the smoother dive from uh, Drecker. I got a glass. That one was the least? Yep. Three, okay. seven, five, which is still above average. So, yeah. That is a solid rung of beers today. There's not one beer that I wouldn't, you know, not drink. It's, you mm-hmm. know, not one of them is a, a, a sink pouring beer. Yeah, I wouldn't do the, uh, oh, I tripped and spilled all of this beer you gave me. (laughs) Guess I'm done drinking for the night. (laughs) Because I clearly didn't bring my own beer. Drink. That's okay. I've got a big, like, vital, big storyline, plotline thing happening in our D&D game tonight that I kind of centered around my character, and I'm already freaking tossed, so... (laughs) Gonna be a good episode. Oh, someone's gonna die tonight. <laughs> <laughs> I just have to sober up before family dinners. All <laughs> <laughs> right, you gotta go to your mother's. My sisters still can't tell her you were here. Grant, where can we get a hold of you? Oh, if you yeah. wanted to grab you. Um, you know, you can find me on the interwebs. Uh, what band? What's the band again? Oh yeah, the Vistas. That's right. And we uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, actually uh, PBS just released uh, another. Uh, the Vistas released uh, back in March. Was the last time we were all recorded anything together. We did a whole live show uh, for PBS in Fargo. Uh, Prairie Musicians. You can find that whole album uh, or that whole recording up with some new stuff on there. And actually, it's a 26-minute show, and the Vistas used 13 minutes of that for one song because we are the Vistas. <laughs> but like, they've released... Like uh, Freebird or something? Uh, it's called Cascades of Atlantis, and actually, it's a, it's a song we were releasing that's going to be uh, part of... It's, it's the main cementing piece that moves through an entire concept album that we... Haven't recorded yet. What's because the COVID. concept? We're not trying to sell yeah, this. Yeah, yeah, basically. Yeah, <laughs> the concept is market this, fuckheads. <laughs> I put a shirt on. Be no, happy. I love, the, I, love the, I love the vistas, and I love your live performances, especially the outdoor ones. When oh. you, what was what was uh, the concept? The Their bass player has a really good wardrobe. Oh God, dude, I. I really miss. You know, the last time I played outside, I wasn't high on fucking. Uh, 
uh, spray paint fucking fumes. So oh, yeah. it was a great set. Masks? Yeah, because I, I gave the mask to somebody before we played. It's like a day before we played. I'm like, hey, Emily, can you spray paint this? I got. I'm gonna play on stage. You, you know, I have no visual art skills at all. So here's you know 16 cans of spray paint. Spray paint this mask. It'll look weird when I'm playing on it tomorrow. You know. And she spray painted it the morning I played, and I played it like fucking noon. Yeah. I was yeah. so fucked up on on, on fumes, and, like and the night before. Yeah, it was it wasn't a good combo. At one point, I'm on stage, and I turned to Jake, the guitar player. I'm trying to light a cigarette because we're outside, so I can smoke cigarettes. Um, and I, I, I I'm trying to light my cigarette, but I can't get my lighter out of my pocket. And Jake's like, all right, we got to start this song. And I'm like, yeah, hold on. He's like, no, no. <laughs> We're in the middle of a set, dude. We got to play this fucking song. I'm just fucked out of my head on fumes. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, okay. One sec. And I keep digging for my thing. And he gets pissed at me and just starts the song. Eli goes with him and he's just laughing at how fucked up I am. And you can hear on the recording of this set, I turn to Jake after this while he's mid like riff playing the riff, and I go, "Hey, can I bum a light?" (laughs) (laughs) He just starts yelling at me while playing the riff, and I somehow find the lighter in my in my pocket, and I get my cigarette lit, and we're playing the song. Now we're in the song, and Vista's songs, as I mentioned earlier, tend to be a little long, right? So I finish the cigarette right before this spot comes down where we all walk down this riff on the same thing you know sounds really cool when it's all synchronized together but uh i'm like i decided in my head that i'm gonna like just do hammer-ons on my left hand i'm gonna take the cigarette out of my mouth i'm gonna flick it at the audience like i'm razor ramon (laughs) i don't know why but all my bits have me throwing shit at the audience This, this one happens spontaneously so i go to do this but i'm all fucked up on paint fumes so i pull the cigarette out of my mouth and I go to flick it and it doesn't go anywhere (laughs) and then the hammer on part comes and I whiff and I don't just like whiff to a bad note I somehow slammed my fingers between all my bass strings and didn't do anything (laughs) and Jake is looking at me as he hits the riff and I show up somewhere halfway through the riff it's just fucked you can hear it on the album but I'll never forget Jake's face he's just like finishing this easy riff just looking at me like you're a fucking asshole <laughs> and Eli's just dying back there playing the drums just laughing and, uh, yeah anyway you can find that album where? Uh, <laughs> that uh, you PBS. Can find that PBS uh, yeah that didn't happen on the PBS set but you can find uh, us on PBS uh, YouTube page Prairie Musicians The Vistas that's and they release a few songs every you, now you guys have a website as well? Probably not. No, we're terrible. <laughs> Probably at this shit. not. We're, we're the he worst. Doesn't even know, we don't promote though. shit, dude. I don't know. We we show up and we play, and then you know we pass out somewhere. Man, I mean, I, I mean, yeah, I miss. Are you crying, shows, man? A little bit. Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking about the family ramble, man. <clears throat> oh yeah, no, I missed that this year because I've. Because of, of the Rona? Because you can't stand close to people. When can we just start calling COVID Karen? <laughs> Karen. everything, Karen. I want to talk to the manager. Can't <laughs> smell shit because of Karen. And Tucker? Uh, oh, I don't have any plugs, I guess. But uh, yeah, I'm on uh, all those modern platforms. Uh, the internet, on LinkedIn. There's a pretty subpar profile there you can find me on. Um, yeah. 
and over at my sister's house in about an hour. Oh yeah, oh yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll be <laughs> there. Trying to sober she's, up, she's pretending not to be drunk. I think so. Don't tell her you were here for her own birthday for some reason. I'm sure. <laughs> right? There was like a plethora of birthdays. It was actually Shannon's birthday just the other day. Yep, she turned fifty. Why? Well, I wasn't going to say that, but I mean, we couldn't awesome. do much because of the uh, yeah. the pandemic right now. But uh, I'll make up to her next year. When the bars close at ten, you get home a little after that. It's like, damn. It's you, early. You got to be careful with that. I'll make it up to him next year. Because I found with my wife, I've made that statement oh, way too many times this year. <laughs> 2021, I'm, I'm probably building a fucking castle at this point. I don't, <laughs> I don't know what I'm supposed to do, but it better be fucking epic. I, I was just going to say, uh, you can follow my girlfriend, Keely, uh, anywhere she goes. <laughs> I mean, on TikTok at Squiggly Giglio. She's funny as hell. She's a crazy person. She's good at this. <laughs> she's a crazy person. I love her to death, but she's nuts. And of course, I'm across the street. All right. <laughs> now that we've got that any out of the street, way. Right, like, the right street. across the street that way, yes. So, this has been a Predicate Productions episode of Bruise, Booze, and Reviews. For more information, head over to bruiseboozeandreviews.com. Special thanks to our sponsors for supporting our podcast. You too can support our show by supporting them. You can also click the link at the bottom of our episode description and donate to help with production costs and beer for our fridge to review for you. And of course, thanks to you, our listeners and neighbors, without whom this podcast couldn't happen. And to you, we say, may, may your glasses be full and your, and your spirits, spirits high. Hi. Cheers. Cheers. I like how you point and we all just turn our back.